Episode number 21, All the Way Grown, Top 10 Nasty Moments from Naughty in New Orleans. Well, they all not nasty. Some of them are very good, in fact. But there are the top 10 moments from Naughty in New Orleans. Starting off with number 10, the volunteer program. Okay, so let's be honest. Lifestyle events are are not cheap they are a luxury and so this was a perfect way for us to save money on our first trip to naughty in new orleans it was very validating to see that the things that we do for our lifestyle parties are the same things that they do for their lifestyle parties just on a much smaller scale of course I did learn one trick of how they tuck the sheets in the mattresses makes changing the sheets much easier that I am going to incorporate into the cashmere room collective parties. We got to really converse with other like-minded people from all over the world in a different type of dynamic. You know, we're working arm in arm. And we're flirting because, you know, we're in the lifestyle. The whole thing was very sexy in a weird way. I feel like we made some really good connections with other people. I would just say, choose your shifts wisely. Number eight, location, location, location. Okay, not in New Orleans, is in New Orleans, Louisiana. And that's a hop, skip, and a jump from where we are. In the South, there ain't much sex positivity going on, okay? So when a sex positive event comes near you, jump on it. I think the next closest one is Sex Down South in Atlanta, Podcast Palooza in Houston, and Exotica in Miami. So, you know, it's right there. Why not get on it? Number seven. The speakers, the educators, and the entertainers. Bravo. Perfection. I loved everything that I experienced. Um, I get back to my notes. I laughed. I cried. I healed. I learned a lot about myself. And let's just say they were very approachable. No one had these special airs about themselves. Like there's no highfalutin'cy going on. I was treated very commonly like, hey girl, can I give you a hug? Absolutely. So it was good to me. Um, Number six, starting to get juicy. Watch. New kinks. Mm-hmm. So... I got to get inside this leather bondage cage and it was quite relaxing. And the dungeon's master the dungeon master's name was Master Don. And so I asked him a few questions about it and then I talked with my mister about it and I was like, "Let's do it. Let's get in this thing." And so 
you get in it and it raises you up. You're off the ground. I got to float a little bit. It squeezes you in so it holds all your weight. So I got to relax my body and my titties was sticking out of the grooves of, not the grooves, of the in between the cages and then my face is on the inside and so I was able to get a good flog in and there was people there of course watching and you know I'm an exhibitionist I love to be watched I I fucked these three white guys and made all these sexy faces at them it was real sexy I enjoyed every minute of it and I got my legs tied you can see that picture on my Instagram and y'all know me I'm a rope bunny yes I am but because I was sitting in the chair and the gentleman was tying my legs he had to be down on his hands and feet in front of me and so it was very he was in a very submissive posture and I I petted his head and I molested his beard it was really awesome I enjoyed it I didn't feel like a rope bunny I felt like the rope queen the rope duchess yeah I felt like the rope duchess <laughs> number six number five bitch number five I had this couple submit themselves to me. And so, you know, you've heard my story. Episode number six, Sadistic Wet Dreams. That is my fantasy. That is my dream. So we're at this kinky meet and greet and they came up to us and the man got out on bended knee and asked me to give his wife her very first spanking. Absolutely. <laughs> we had a nice little circle of consent conversation. The who, the what, the why, the when, the where, the how, the how long, the how much. And um it kind of happened organically, like the day after this day. Um, they were in the dungeon, we were in the dungeon, and she hopped her pretty ass up there. I gave her a nice smooth rhythm because it was her first time I did light her up once or twice and then gave her a nice little rub and um after it was over I was hugging her and rubbing her back telling her how good she did thanking her for her submission I turn around the husband done dropped motherfucking trowel butt naked from the waist down he hopped his ass up there I lit his motherfucking ass up, okay? Baby, can I just say that flogging a white man is probably the greatest joy of my life. Can I just say that? If I can't say it, let me know, and I might take it out of the story that I said that, but hopefully this is a safe space and I can say that. Flogging a white man was the greatest joy of my life. Ta-da. It was really good. (laughs) I gave him some double hand motion. His wife was there cheering me on. Mister was there cheering me on. My hair was big. I had an orgasm. (sighs) 
all was right in the world. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Number six. No, number four, which counting down, number four, I went skinny dipping. Yes, I skinny dipped in the pool in public in broad daylight and it was awesome. <laughs> so in a complete hotel takeover, the swingers have the run of the place and there are some places in the hotel where clothing is optional. And the pool is one of them. And so I kind of eased into it. Like I got in with just my swimsuit on. And then I got in topless. And then I got in bottomless. And then I got in completely naked. And I was peeking around for someone looking at me. And it was great. I felt really accepted in that moment and also really invisible which you know sometimes for black women we just want everybody to stop fucking looking at us so i enjoyed that very much that was good to me number three <laughs> number three i can't wait to get to number one number three being recognized being recognized for my craft. Y'all see, I got a mask on my face, but a young lady walked up to me and was like, excuse me, but are you Duchess Cashmere? And my heart dropped right into my root chakra and bounced right back up through my crown chakra out into the atmosphere. It was amazing. Um, Quiet as it's kept. I wasn't wearing any panties anyway, so my pussy was just on Juicy all night long. Um, being acknowledged, that was an amazing experience. That whole encounter, um, there was other people that I met and they were like, oh my God, I know your work, I know your stories. Um, that, that encounter was manifested inside the cashmere room via episode number three. And I'm still not done manifesting from that story. There was no porn. Number two, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is my love language. Okay. If you tell me that I am pretty, I will come for you. In American culture, queer and fat and black and female is the bottom of the totem pole. But in the lifestyle, queer and fat and black and female is like being a goddamn fairy magic princess. Everyone loves you. And don't kill my vibe with your woke conscious bullshit Everyone loved me. Everyone bowed to me and respected me and told me I was pretty and beautiful and asked permission before touching me and touching my hair and before hugging me. It was amazing. 
and you know, I danced and I flirted and I kissed and I fluttered through the crowd like a butterfly and it was amazing. And my titties was out, my groceries was out, sometimes my coochie was out and there was no shame and no judgment in sight. It was awesome. I loved it. Number nine, number two, I would say, top 10, getting a nipple ring caught in a body stocking is a horrifying experience. And I don't have a nipple ring. So I know that it was 10 times horrifying for her. She said she had just got them pierced not too long ago and she rubs up against me in this body stocking and Houston, we got a fucking problem. My heart was racing. You know, I have a manager's background. All I was thinking about was incident reports and news article, woman gets nipple torn off at swingers convention. It was I had to just zone out and meditate and not even be in the room is basically what I had to do. Luckily, my milster had a steady hand and he was able to cut the body stocking off of me and get it off of her nipple in good order. Thank God. And even more so, thank God that I got this good pussy (laughs) that I was able to get the night right back on track. So after the nipple snaggle gate was over, everybody had a cocktail and then we got right back into the touching and the feeling and the kissing. This encounter was, this encounter was not only long overdue, but it was perfectly timed. See, this was a couple that we had met on SLS like five years ago. Met them at the Swingers Club, but then lost contact with them. It happens like that in the lifestyle. We had our very first soft swap with them the night before we got married. Isn't that amazing? And here we are at Naughty in New Orleans, and there they are. And it was like, oh my God, there's my girl, there's my guy, hey. It was great, you know what I'm saying? Like we went to the pool and hung out with them after our uh, skinny dipping amazement. And we had vodka popsicles and she skinny dipped with me. And I was a little taken aback by her touching and kissing on me in public. And she excited me in a yes ma'am type of way, you know? And then later that night, we met again and went to Colette's double date style. And Colette's is one of the sponsors of Naughty in New Orleans. They have a lifestyle club in the French Quarter. The staff was top notch. The play area was freshly cleaned. Um, this lady sat down beside us at the at the um in the lounge area, and it turns out she was the owner. She was gracious and kind. Um, she held space with us and conversed with us, even sent cocktails over to us. Perfection. Go see Colette's. I had a great time there. 
So, back to the matters at hand. The foursome. The chemistry between us after five years was smooth as silk. There was an easy familiarity between us, but also this really nice novel sex energy because it had been so long since we'd seen them. All four of us had grown in the lifestyle. There was a stark maturity in the air, if you will. You know what I'm saying? She was more aggressive and he was more imaginative. And Mr. Mr. was magnificent as usual. Oh, yeah. Mm. We had one of those eye-gazing, orgasmic encounters and... I baptized everyone in my pussy juice. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. The tea is piping hot, baby. That leads me right in to the number one moment from Naughty in New Orleans for me was Chocolate City. Now, Naughty in New Orleans is not going to tell you that they had Chocolate City because I'm sure they was not planning on having a Chocolate City. The diversity gods was well intact for us to have a nice play party all together. But black folks, we like to be together. It's like osmosis or like a hive mind or liquid mercury we gravitate to each other we like to be together and i love that about us it's in the head nod and such and usually black folks we like to congregate in circles in open air it's our nature as tribal people so patios back porches, balconies, around a fire, around a pit. That's where you're going to find black folks at, okay? Organically. Not that, oh, this is the black area, oh, this is the black playroom. It just kind of happened that way, that the black folks ended up all together. And at Naughty in New Orleans 2021, that was poolside, baby. Clocking in at 1.39 a.m. at the pool party. We were on our way out. And we said, you know what? Let's just check it out. They said they have pool parties every Saturday night. I mean, they said they have pool parties every night. Let's go check it out. Ciao. I walked through the door and it was amazing. Okay. The black folks, the white folks. There was a good mixture of smoke in the air. There was no mosquitoes. It smelled like chlorine and sex and smoke and liquor. It was good to me, oddly. Um, The water was nice and cool because I had just got through getting my pussy beat up in the play area and I got completely naked and jumped right into the water. And it was really nice. The, um, The energy was good. Everybody was 
sharing smoke and sharing drinks and sharing kisses. Um, I got to see the sexy Tori and Soul from the Torrid Souls podcast, honey. I tell you, I never wish I had a dick so bad in my life than looking at those two sexy women. And, you know, we were just sitting poolside, having a good time, and it wasn't long before I was flogging another white man. And his wife was cheering me along, and I was feeling myself. It was amazing. And then just like that, like a butterfly landing on a honeysuckle bush, a beautiful black woman tooted her ass up for my husband's viewing pleasure. And I made her my victim too. Oh yes, I lit her pretty ass up. Uh, I could see her pussy because she wasn't wearing any panties and it was delicious looking. Now, you know, I didn't fuck her. (laughs) I promise, Scout's Honor. We had a nice little impact play experience and then we kind of parted ways. It was good. So that was the best, that was the best thing at uh, Naughty in New Orleans. So there you have it. Top 10 from Naughty in New Orleans, you know, um, flogging white gentlemen and black queens and people telling me how beautiful I look and how great I am and skinny dipping and making new friends and experiencing new kinks. Naughty in New Orleans was perfection. I cannot wait to go back again. I definitely recommend it and I also recommend erotic stories right here inside the cashmere room thank you so much